Tom Friedley, James Howard Kunstler, the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast, only on Radio Zeitgeist. Of course, your stop, the stop, the only stop for the art of critical thinking in an age of too much information when the Internet's full of um, national security state, Pravda, and cat blogs posing as political sites, and porn, and tweets when I can get back on and this and that. <laughs> All right, James Howard Kunstler, Tom Friedley, the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast for today. My ad hoc New York partner, James Howard Kunstler, formerly of Rolling Stone, begins today. O lightning, I command thee to smite my foe. Is a Curtis Yarvin. Been tapping a lot. Tap, tapping Curtis a lot, we have. Curtis Yarvin at the Gray Mirror. Quote, when we see a completely insane public policy, which has become a universal dogma, such as liberal internationalism in post-war U.S. foreign policy, we are usually looking at the rotten, ossified ghost of a strategy which, in its youth, was sane and effective. And then Jim begins here after Commander-in-Chief <coughs> Joe Biden, always in quotes, Joe Biden demonstrated our ability to shoot down a Chinese spy balloon leisurely wandering the jet stream clear across North America. He loosed the Air Force on every other menacing aerial object hovering in our sovereign skies in Ira Tenitris. Mission accomplished. It took the president another week to admit sheepishly that the three other targets were, quote, most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions. Not alien invaders from another galaxy. Oh, darn it, Tom adds. As regime spoxes hinted, and the news media played up for days. Note to America's hot air ballooning community for the upcoming spring launch season. Be very afraid. If Russia was impressed by the successful balloon op, it didn't offer any comment. Russia was busy neutralizing America's pet proxy Palooka, sad sack Ukraine, sent into the ring to soften up Russia for a revolution aimed at overthrowing the wicked Vlad Putin, at least according to our real Secretary of State and Ukraine war showrunner, Victoria Nuland, in remarks this week to the Carnegie Endowment ADC think tank. Jim continues, speaking of tanks, our NATO allies were getting cold feet about sending those Leopard 2 war wagons into the Ukraine cauldron. Something about it had a discouraging active war odor, as, by the way, did blowing up the Nord Stream gas pipeline, alleged by veteran reporter Seymour Hirsch, though that caper was actually against NATO member and supposed U.S. ally, Germany. WTF? As in, folks, what the fuck, Jim asked? Are the doings in Western Civ getting a little too complex for comfort? Anyway, it turns out that the 31 Abrams tanks America promised to Ukraine have yet to be bolted together at the tank factory. It's a special order, you see, because we don't want to send the latest models built with super high-tech armor that the Russians might capture and learn from. So Mr. Zelensky will just have to cool his jets waiting on delivery, say, 
around Christmas time if he's not singing Iprejda Vika somewhere in Broward County, Florida by then. The biggest problem Russia has in resolving this conflict on its border is doing it in a way that does not drive J.B. and his posse of warmongers so batshit crazy that they resort to a nukes-flying, world-ending, Thelma and Louise-type denouement. In effect, America put a bomb on Russia's front porch, and now Russia has to carefully defuse the darn thing. The prank itself was just the last in a long line of foolish American military escapades that have ended in humiliation for us, most recently the Afghan fiasco. At best, this one in Ukraine, which we started in 2014, is on track to sink NATO, plunge Europe into cold and darkness, and put the USA out of business. In the meantime, America is rapidly disintegrating on the home front, is it attempting suicide or murder, Jim asks. It's a little hard to tell. Things are blowing up from sea to shining sea. Food processing facilities, giant chicken barns, regional electric grids, oil refineries. The latest, of course, is a chemical spill from the Norfolk Southern train wreck in East Palestine, Ohio, set ablaze by a conclave of government officials purportedly to keep the toxic liquids from seeping into the Ohio River watershed and beyond. I couldn't recommend more Tucker Carlson's excellent coverage of this clusterfuck. Of course, in the dithering prior to lighting it up, enough vinyl chloride leached into streams feeding the big river to kill countless fish and then torching the remaining chemical pools sent up a mushroom cloud of dioxin and other poisons that killed wildlife, pets, and chickens in the vicinity before the evil miasma wafted eastward on the wind to the densely populated Atlantic coast. One has to wonder whether an army of saboteurs is on the loose across the land. Considering the border with Mexico is wide open, why wouldn't America's adversaries send whole wrecking crews over here to mess with our infrastructure? There's no question that people from all over the planet have been sneaking across the Rio Grande. Surely some of them are on a mission. America is filled with soft targets, things unguarded and indefensible, not least tens of thousands of miles of railroad track. Of all the reasons to be unnerved by Joe Biden's open border policy, this one is the least discussed, even in the alt-media. But it seems like a no-brainer for nefarious interest who might want to bamboozle and disable us. The sad truth of this moment in history is that the USA has too much going sideways with our own business at home now to be dabbling in any foreign misadventures, and we couldn't have picked a worse place than Ukraine to do it. The sheer logistics are implausible. The geography is lethally unfavorable. The place has been inarguably within Russia's sphere of influence for centuries, and Russia has every intention of pacifying the joint at all cost. You folks too young to remember, look up the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1961, all right? This is the same geopolitical dynamic pointed in the other direction. Jesus Christ. P. 
Peace talks are apparently out of the question for our leaders. Something's got to give, Jim writes, and that something is probably Western civilization's financial systems. It's prime to blow anyway, and when it does, we'll have other things to think about. And if you haven't already, think about this. I command you, follow Jim and I, Tom Friedley, James Howard Kunstler and Tom Friedley, on Radio Zeitgeist. <laughs>